Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your drive, your workout, or your walk with your dog. Whatever it is, thanks for joining us on Ignite. I am Alex Membrio, CEO of Cardinal Digital Marketing. We've got Rich Riddick, our SVP of Performance Marketing. I think that means it's important, but what I do know is it means he's smart. What's up, Rich? Welcome to Ignite. What's up, Alex? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining me today. This will be a fun one. It's something we haven't really touched on in a blog or webinar or podcast yet. We're going to talk about offers, making offers, making offers. Oh my gosh. How do you make offers in healthcare? That sounds so sleazy. We're not retail. Oh, but you might need to be a little bit. The best high performance, high growth healthcare groups have great offers, ways to get patients in the door. We're going to talk about that with Rich. Why do you think it is that a lot of healthcare groups don't have offers? I think you touched on it, right? Which is a lot of healthcare, you feel like you can't debase someone's healthcare, someone's treatment by putting an offer around it. Because when when people use the word offer, they are thinking about things like BOGOs. They're thinking about things like 50% off. They're thinking about Black Friday sales. And that doesn't mesh with cancer treatment, right? Like you're not going to go out there into the marketplace and be like 50% off your cancer treatment. That is a completely nonsensical thing to do. I think for most healthcare providers that are not low acuity, so they are not you know, competing with people heavily inside a low acuity marketplace, they should think about the term offer more as offering, right? So what are you offering? How do you position your service, your product in a way that offers something new, something different to your end consumer? And I think that's the distinction that, that right. you have to make when you have some of these more high consideration things, some of these more complex procedures is what are you actually offering that helps you stand out from everybody else that says that they do the things that you do. But it doesn't have to be 20% off or buy one, get one free. Give us some examples of what do you see out there? Is it only low acuity that this works with or an orthopedic surgeon could do some too? I think orthopedic surgeons can do something when you move from offer to offering, right? I don't think that you're going to get a lot of like what we would call retail promotional offers when you get into that sort of higher acuity sort of level of healthcare. But with high acuity healthcare, obviously, when it comes down to affordability and cost, it's all about insurance coverage. So if you have insurance coverage, make sure that you talk about it. You know, one of the things that we see on a lot of medical websites, even for clients where we manage their marketing, they do not talk about insurance coverage. They they deem it to be a gimme that everybody assumes that they accept health insurance. But you know, that's not always the case. That's not the, the consumer needs to know these things. And if in doubt, make sure that you add as much clarity as you can around your offering. And the first thing that a lot of patients care about is cost. Can I afford this treatment? Cost of healthcare being what they are. You know, it's very easy to convey that you accept insurance. You know, you can make yeah. a very small banner on your website, on your homepage, on your yeah. landing page. Most major insurance accepted. You don't have to list out every single one, but yeah. list out the major players that make up. of your patient population, and it's it's a simple thing to do. I think in terms of when we're thinking about price and affordability, insurance is key. I think in terms of just offerings, 
think about terms of differentiation, right? Because ultimately what most offers and promos are trying to push is differentiation. I do exactly the same thing as this guy, but I'll do it for half the price. So that's my differentiation, right? Because I have an offer right now. Like I just went laptop shopping the other day and I knew exactly what components I needed in the laptop. So really I'm looking at the price, like how, how cheap can I get that thing? Because there's multiple laptops out there that do what I need. So you've got to think about what your differentiation is, and it's not going to necessarily be price, but you probably do have a differentiation. Like you're the, you've got the best re- reputation. You've been in business the longest. You have some technology that allows you to perform a procedure that nobody else has. You have someone who patented something. There's all of these things that could be potential differentiation. I'll, I'll give you an example. I went to the dentist one time and he shows me the machine that he's got that makes the crown, molds the crown right there as you sit in the chair and then you get it put on straight away. So I didn't have, you wouldn't have to come back for a follow-up appointment for a crown. So that is, that's an offering that is unique to him, right? Like if you think about convenience in people's lives, that is a unique offering. Not a lot of dentists do not have that. And that is something that is appealing to me as a patient. Yeah. So I would think more about what can you say that differentiates yourself that appeals to your patient and it doesn't have to be price driven. And something cool I saw high acuity doing is a spine surgery, free second MRI review. So it can be these like common things you do anyways, yeah. but you're like, holy smokes, that actually would appeal to a lot of our patients based on feedback we got. Is this just for advertising to work better? Is it also have operational implications? It'll make the group run smoother. What What is this for? Especially on the low acuity side, it really can assist with getting traction on advertising, getting engagement. And it oftentimes, a promotion, if it's positioned in the correct way, can remove a barrier for the end user to then convert, right? So I'll give you a good example we have a DSO client. And What's a DSO? What's a DSO? A DSO is essentially a, a, an organization that owns that corporately owns a lot of dental practices. Okay. So think about a multi-location dental provider, hundreds of locations, and they specialize in, in ortho. And one of the things that they do that works really well, it's a monthly payment offer, right? So you pay the full price, so it's not technically cheaper. But it is, you know, you pay $149 a month, it's 0% interest. And so essentially that removes the barrier of, I don't have $6,500 right now that I can just throw at um, braces or Invisalign, but I can't afford $149 a month. So what? So essentially what that offer does is not only does it get more engagement up front, it catches your eye because there's an offer, right? And we, and we tend to respond well to offers when we think we're getting something. That's the whole dopamine effect. But... It also removes the friction of affordability because I can afford 149 a month. So what they find on the back end is that more leads turn into patients and schedule appointments because you've removed that friction of, I would love to get Invisalign and get my teeth fixed, but I can't afford to come out of pocket 6,500 bucks right now. How did that client find out that that was the best offer? Testing advertising or talking to patients? What do they do? I think a little bit of both. So both in terms of testing of advertising, seeing what the conversion rate was of some of these ads, seeing what the initial engagement was up front, but then also doing user research, patient research, right? And sending surveys out to their past patients, understanding what it was, uh, what appealed to them in terms of 
getting them to take action now. And you, you should always be talking to your patients and you should always be understanding what makes them tick and what makes them both choose you, but also not choose you or not choose to use you at a certain time. And what they found was for the majority of their core demo, which is matriarchs, the thing that stands in the way is it's a cash flow thing. It's not a price point thing. It's I'm willing to pay six, $7,000 for some Invisalign or for some, for some braces, but I can't chunk that out all at once. So it is much more about cash flow. And I think the other thing too about that example, which is, which is another lesson that can be drawn from that is that's where the world is going. You know, companies like Affirm and Klarma and all of these payment deferral companies are on the rise like crazy because that's where consumer behavior is going, which is I don't pay for anything up front. I pay 0% interest over 24 months. That's how I buy any major purchase. And so another lesson for healthcare providers is it's, it's going to be easier to convert people if you give them an option to engage in the same purchase behavior that they take across other industries. I'm used to deferred payments. I'm used to 12 months interest-free credit, 24 months interest-free credit. And if you can give me a similar deal that I can get on my TV at Best Buy, awesome. I'm all in because I, I know that. that I know that process yeah. and I know how it works. Whereas if you tell me I've got to pay some undisclosed amount up front, then they're going to process stuff through my insurance company. Right. I don't know how much I've got to pay on the back end. That's scary to a consumer, right? There's a lot of unknowns there. Whereas if you just have it in black and white, 149 a month, I know I can afford it. Any other examples of offers in healthcare you could give our listeners? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty that get thrown around. We did some user research for another dental client of ours because they forever had a free whitening, free toothbrush offer, right? And that is a very common offer in the dental space. I think if anybody listening to this podcast is going to go down the road of an offer or a promotion, it's important to understand if that offer or promotion is actually something that your end consumers care about. And we did a survey of 400 patients looking for just general dentistry, and we, we listed a bunch of offers, and free whitening and free toothbrush was on, on those lists. And what we found is of the seven offers that we listed, they were six and seventh in terms of popularity because it's a saturated offer. It's if you think about it, it's ambiguous. Like people don't don't really understand. Is it a free five dollar toothbrush that I'm getting? Is it a free forty dollar toothbrush that I'm getting? How good is that offer? What people really want is they want money off or they want a percent off their services, right? Because they're coming in for specific services. They don't really want add-ons or bolt-ons. They want I've got to pay the dentist two hundred bucks. If you take $100 off, now I only have to pay you 100 That's a much, a much better offer. But the other thing that we did in that survey too is we said, how important is it for you guys in the buying decision that there is an offer? And what most people came back and said is, it's not that important to me. It's not the main thing that makes me decide which dental provider that I go to. That's very interesting. So what does matter? The differentiation point, we're cleaner, safer, better, you live longer, what? Generally, provider reputation is the number one thing. And then I think following from provider reputation, it is convenience. Are you five minutes from my house? Can I come and see you anytime I want? Can I fit you around my schedule? You know, if you're behavioral health, do you have telehealth services? Those kind of things are more important. I mean, affordability also. Affordability is also very important. But 
but not in the sense of a promo, right? Okay. Affordability more in the sense of like you accept my insurance, I'm in network, those kind of affordability questions. Cool. So affordability, safety provider reputation, you mentioned number one. How often do I need to refresh my offer? Are we going to go till 2025 with the same offer? Patients should still care about the same thing, right? No, I think you've, if you're going to, if you are going to use an offer, make sure it's compelling. So make sure it's what your patients care about. Do some research there and then experiment with the ways that you present your offer. So you should be switching out. And even if you're going to use the same offer, experiment with the way you present it, right? So you may do like, uh, you may sell $6,000 braces and you may do $1,000 off. Well, experiment presenting that as a percentage off instead of a dollar amount off. Because all of these things, you know, your, your patient base will, will, you know, will look at these things differently uh, and react to them differently. But I would say, you know, if you're going to do some disruptive marketing, you probably want to be tinkering with your offer every couple months. And you, you may not find a better offer, but certain different audience demographics that you go after are actually going to respond differently to different offers, right? Because especially in the healthcare space, you may have some offers that are aimed more towards insured. You may have different offers that are aimed towards uninsured. So again, you should be switching out offers, but you should also be segmenting your patient base and figuring out you know, which offer is right for which segment as Fancy. well. What you can do with promos, you should, you should definitely not be like, okay, this is our offer and let's just run this for the next 10 years. That's yeah. not going to work well. So there's, think about different offers. Think about different offers for different audiences and think about different ways to present the same offer to keep it fresh. Gotcha. And don't just copy what your competitors are doing because it looks innovative. Like you have a different patient base because you'll be in a different area. Don't go with what the big conglomerate's doing. It may not apply to your patient base. And consumer and patient behavior changes over time with the economy. Some things matter at certain times in the economy and political scene that don't matter in a couple of years. So always change it up. Always survey your patients. Rich, super insightful. Thank you for joining us on Ignite, talking about offers and offerings in healthcare. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.